0: Hey everybody, it's Doug
1: and Renee,
0: and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life.
1: Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. What you waiting on? I'm I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do <laughs> Let's this. Let's go. Let's go. Hey everybody. This hey, is everybody. Us. This is us. We are back in full effect. Full effect. Doug and Renee here. Doug
0: yes.
1: Renee. Doing our thing on this second week of February already in the year of 2023.
0: Yeah, so it's February twelfth, twenty twenty-three.
1: All right. What's your revelation? Two one two two three?
0: No, it's the second month. Uh huh. It's the twelfth day. Yes. Two zero two three. Yeah. Two zero
1: two three. Yes. Tell me what that means to me.
0: It means you need to listen to me. That's what it means.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, you keep praying about that one, okay? All right. <laughs> tell me what the Lord tell you. That's right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Speaking of telling me. Telling me. We are finishing our conversation, what no one told me. What no
0: one told us.
1: And, and? last week, we finished off talking
0: about... Oh, no, you deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, Don't look at me. You deleted it. It was, it was right there. You we was...
1: We had notes. Yeah, so as we were updating our notes so that we didn't repeat ourselves... Um, Because I know
0: I talked about no one told me I was going to marry your family.
1: Yes. And then we also talked about no one told us that it was not about
0: us. Not about us. It's not about you. Yes. That it was
1: about you representing an image of Christ in the church. Yes. Yes. And that it was about people coming behind you and you being a witness. To other people and setting an example for other people. Yes, that's
0: where we were. That's where we were. Oh, yesterday. Oh, you know I can't do that. I know. I, I, I got it
1: for you. Oh, <laughs> this okurr. week we are picking up where we left off. <laughs> okay, I'll let him just say okay, and I'll say okay, and we are going with. Uh, well, Doug's going to start off
0: talking yes. about the parable. Well, before I we get to the parable of Jim. Okay. Let's bring it back. Bring it back. Bring, bring it back. It, okay. Bring it back. I want to talk about it does take all of that. Okay. It does take all of that. And then have, some. To have a godly marriage. It does take all of that. And then some. Okay. Thank you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> because now I'm going to go into the parable of Jim. Okay. So, so second week. Of February, New Year, right, twenty twenty three. Yes. So you go to the gym. We go. We go to the gym on a regular basis. We don't go at the same time. That's another conversation for another day. We we talked about that. Yeah. I think plenty. <laughs> but I go when I go to the gym. Oh, anybody, if you've been going to the gym for any length of time, you know, on in January, you have all of the people who made a, a resolution, I'm going to get a shape. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Right. And the gym is full. The gym is packed that first week in January. You could tell where all the new people are. They got their new gym clothes, and they're they like, yeah, 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 getting it in. <clears throat> and then as the days turn into weeks in January, it starts dwindling down. And then when it hits February, it's like, oh, what happened to all the people? And some people, here's the, here's the parable of going to the gym. They want the results of going to the gym without putting in the work of going to the gym.
1: Right. They've seen someone who came out the gym one day, mm-hmm. not realizing that person was in the gym five days a week. Yeah. For, say, five years. Yeah eating healthy five days a week or maybe six or seven days a week, mm-hmm. putting in the work. Putting in the work. And they saw them, and then they said, I want that. I'm going to go to the gym. And when they didn't get it right away,
0: they... They stopped coming. Forgot by all time, about yeah. the
1: resolution.
0: Yeah, because by the time February rolls around, a lot of the people who started in January, they fade out by February. Right. And... You know, it, it's a shame because they want that overnight success or that instant success, that instant. Well, there's no way you're going to have 30 years of marriage if you've only been married three years. That's just right. impossible. It is. Yeah,
1: it's you know, impossible. It's
0: impossible. So you so you got to go through the trials and tribulations of, you know, the all the various seasons that come along with it. And you got to put the time in and. And uh, the other thing about uh, people who going to the gym, again, this is the parable of going to the gym, is that you have people who go to the gym, they got their workout clothes on, got their headphones in, water bottle, they walking around, but they're not actually doing anything. And I've seen this and I'm like, you're in the gym, you're around people who are working out, but you're not doing anything that will help you get to where you're trying to go, unless you're just trying to be somebody's cheerleader. If that's Mm -hmm. your only purpose, you know, is going is to be somebody's cheerleader, then Mm -hmm. I get that. But if you want something out of going to the gym, you have to put something into it. Hence marriage. It's going to take all that. It's going to take you sacrificing, going when you don't want to, going places you don't want to go, um, doing things you don't want to do, It's going to take compromise. It's going to take negotiating. It's going to take all of those things that we've talked about to have a godly marriage. You're going to have, there are no shortcuts. Right. You know, we live in a day and age right now where if you want long hair, go buy long hair. If you want no hair, if you want long eyelashes, if you want, you know, you get a BBL or, yeah, I had to make sure I got the, right
1: acronym, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, you want bigger this, you get a surgery. You want smaller this, you get a surgery. You can go get surgery for literally anything and everything on your body.
1: And this cool, includes men, too.
0: Yeah. You know, I, men, I, men
1: have hair pieces and the yeah. whole nine. Yeah. yeah, I've
0: seen where men spend a lot of money on, you know, to get abs or whatever. Get that six-pack of abs. and They spend the whole... Look, I got around three and a half abs but I'm cool <laughs> with my three and a half but
1: <laughs> I love you babe just like you are
0: <laughs> but um, I'm doing the work I'm putting it in now I'm not disciplined as far as eating things like that I get that but my my point on all of this is you want the godly marriage so you have to put the work in the godly work in in order to get the godly marriage
1: right anyway.
0: trash in trash out that's pretty much what it's gonna boil down to.
1: Right. And speaking of the gym, stretch. Marriage, what people, what no one told us is that marriage is going to stretch
0: you. Oh, yeah. It's gonna stretch you.
1: One of the things that most people don't wanna do in the gym is they wanna work out, they wanna hit the cardio equipment, they wanna hit the weights. I'm guilty. You know, I'll throw myself under the bus, I'll expose myself, I'll be transparent, even as a fitness professional. I, I don't like to stretch. It's boring, it's time consuming, but it's the necessary part for the longevity of my um my my fitness journey, mm-hmm. of me being able to lift, for me to be able to keep my body healthy, recover. for my, my body to recover, yeah. for me to not uh injure myself. Um marriage is going to stretch you. And so stretching doesn't feel good but stretching is good. It's necessary. Stretching, just like all of the things you just mentioned that you have to go through in marriage, you're going to have to be selfless. You're going to have to do all these things. Those things are going to stretch you out of what feels comfortable, but it's necessary. And that's God using those things to make you a better person. See, we don't realize when we pray and we say to God, God, help me to be a better person. God sends us adversity. Mm -hmm. He sends us challenges in our relationship, in our marriage, and conflict. And He's trying to work something through us or work something out of us. And He's stretching us out of our comfort zone. And we're praying, God, take this thing off of me. And, but, We prayed God, make us better, and he's using that situation to make us better, but we don't see it as God because it doesn't feel good. Because it's stretching Everything that doesn't feel good doesn't mean it doesn't come from God. It means that it is an opportunity, or as I like to say, it's a character-building experience. And marriage is a character-building experience, and it will stretch you- out daily, out of your comfort zone.
0: And the thing about stretching, when you talked about that, is for the most part, if you stretch, there's no physical... You can't tell if somebody stretched. You know what I'm saying? You go to the gym, you lift weights, you know, you get your biceps or your legs or your abs or your butt or whatever it is you're working on, your back, whatever. You could see the result of that. When it comes to stretching, you don't see the result. You just... it. But the result is chan- tangible. I can see it. You can see a, if you a stretch. fitness person
1: could tell the difference for someone who is tight and someone who is not. Someone who's limber, someone who is I'm not. I'm limber. You are limber. I'm limber. <laughs> <laughs> and um you can also see it it does reflect in lean muscle. So there is a difference, but you have to be someone who has that um that fitness eye to be able to differentiate between someone.
0: Um, okay, we're well, not going to make this a fitness podcast. All right,
1: stay you, tuned for Coach Renee, tips with Yeah, Coach Renee, yeah, you're trying <laughs> to go,
0: a fitness person could tell. Yeah, so the, the normal person, the <laughs> okay. average person.
1: Okay, dear. Not to say you're
0: not normal. The average person can't tell, especially when you put clothes on. Mm-hmm. You, cannot, you can't tell if somebody stretches or not just from looking at somebody with clothes on. Is, is that a fair statement?
1: That is a fair statement.
0: Okay. Because the fitness professional, they could tell if you lean, mean, fighting machine. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, y'all. <laughs> but so stretching may not be something that people want to do because very rarely do I, when I go to gym, do I see people stretch for the most part? I mean, just go to the gym and just stretch because once you put clothes on, you really can't see the tangible evidence of stretching, but mm-hmm. it does help you because it'll help prevent issues. Am I, is that a correct statement? That is
1: a correct statement. Okay.
0: So marriage will stretch you because it, in the stretching process, it will help you long term prevent issues that will arise in your marriage. It will help you. Because
1: it's developing your character. And so when things do come up, you're better equipped to handle it. You can handle the weight weight. that's placed on you. And the stress. And the stress and the stretching Mm -hmm. because you have already prepared yourself or God has already prepared you. And you have, um, going back to the parable of the gym, you didn't give up in January. Yeah. Because you didn't see microwave results. We live in a microwave society where people want to pop it in, hit 30 seconds on the microwave, and boop. Yeah. You know, it, the, the mm-hmm. marriage is a self-made marriage. And it doesn't work like that.
0: And that, I want to I piggyback on what you said real quick, because it just hit me. And that's what people do. In, people do that in marriage, because they don't see the result. Instantaneous. So they give up. So they stop you know it's like oh i was I, I was nice to my spouse and i didn't get the result i wanted and so i stopped doing it no you got to keep doing it right. you got to keep doing it again and again and again just like we're coming back to the parable of the gym just like lifting weights you can't just lift weights one day and say oh i'm expecting to you know get bigger legs get bigger whatever or tone up it it's going to be a daily uh, you got to be disciplined. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Right. You have to be disciplined in, and you need, I would dare say you need someone to help you. Because a lot of times we go to the gym and you've said this to me. You're like, what's your goals? And I'm especially when I first started going to the gym, you were like, well, what are you trying to achieve? I was like, I don't know. I'm just going. My doctor <laughs> told me to go, so I'm going. So, <laughs> but you need someone to help you and God, we've talked about having mentors before and people that will speak into your life, um, various couples that have been down the road that you're traveling. You need someone to help you because if you, again, I'm talking about marriage, because if you just going into this, oh, for like, lack of a better phrase, willy nilly, and y'all just trying to figure things out, you're going to waste days and weeks and months and years When if you would have had a mentor or someone that you could bounce things off of, they would have told you, Oh, Oh girl, don't worry about that. That's, that's nothing. You, that's nothing. Don't worry about it. Or bro, I'm telling you that's going to change. Just keep going. You're doing the right thing. Just keep on keeping on. So that's, those are the type of things we need, but all too often we fail because coming back to the parable of the gym, we started out January, and then we didn't get the results we wanted, and so we stopped. And it's like we may have bought flowers one time, and it's like, well, I didn't get the response I wanted. You bought flowers once in five years. And, I mean, <laughs> let's, let's be realistic, especially if your wife loves flowers. So um, you got to be willing to, or if your husband loves flowers, you have to be willing to consistently do the work consistently be disciplined in what you do, how you do it, when you do it.
1: And I will dare add and why are you doing it? Uh-oh. You have to examine the the intent of your heart because God does. Uh-oh. God looks at the heart, not with the outward appearance, not with, you know, what you're doing. He looks at why, you know, what's what's your heart? Mm-hmm. Is your heart sincere about it? Because if you're doing it only because you want a response, or because you want someone to reciprocate, or because you want something in return, well, if I keep buying flowers, or if I keep, you know, having sex with my spouse, Why then I'm, I'm gonna get that, that <laughs> ring I wanted, or I'm gonna get my way, or I'm gonna get something, and that's not how marriage works. Yeah. You have to be sincere. Your heart has to be in it, your whole heart, your commitment level, not about what you're going to get out of it. And that's why people give up because it's selfish. People start saying, oh, well, I didn't get my way or I did this, but I didn't get a response or I didn't. Then you were doing it for the response. You was doing it so you can get something in return. So you have to examine what's your intent? Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing it because, going back to episode number one, because you are trying to do it God's way? You're trying to be the image of Christ and the church? Selah. Mm. Mm. And I think that's something, more importantly, that no one told Douglas and I. And I think we could have even named this uh, podcast uh, topic, I wish somebody told me. things we wish people would have told us uh, because not to say we wouldn't have gotten married um, because we got married young and we, we were, we had already made up in my mind. We were going to get married and neither
0: one of us was saved
1: and neither one of us was saved. But having said that there are people out there who want someone to give them this information because what you see in other marriages is not what you're going to get. We are so quick to look at other marriages mm. and make the assumption that, okay, I, um, you see that as a model marriage, I want what they have. Do you? Mm. Do you want to go through what they went through? Because they may, they, whoever they are, mm-hmm. may have a good marriage, but you don't know what they went through to get to that point. And what you see is not what you get because they may be putting on a front outside the house, Yeah. but you don't know what's going on inside the house. Yeah. And you have to be careful not to base what you want on what you see other people have. because What, what other people project. What other people project. Uh, Whether it's on social media. When we were growing up, there was no social media. No social media. Whether it's social media, whether it's a couple at work, whether it's a couple at church, whether it's your neighbors, whether it's someone in your family, whether it's your friends, whomever, what you see is not what you get. Mm -hmm. Trust me when I tell you. And marriage is a challenge, and there's something else I want to say in that, but I, I think I want to, I'm going to pause because you look like
0: you have something to say and I, I don't want to get too far ahead. Okay. Um, so marriage, what you see is not what you get. And we've said that, we've said this before. And I think one of the things we, 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 we underestimate is the, is the anointing. Is being anointed To be somebody's spouse mm. We we t- I think Generally speaking we take that for granted Because we look at other people And you know Whether you And you should never Covet someone else's spouse Because they're anointed To be that person's spouse Especially if God put them together uh, But good. We don't we uh, take the anointing for granted when it comes to um, being married. I know I'm anointed to be your husband. I know you're anointed to be my wife. And so with that, there, there comes trials, tribulations, seasons, um, ups, downs, fears, um, things we have to go through, uh, but it's still comes down to in my estimation we're anointed to be each other's spouse right that and it, that's good. we take that i think generally speaking as a as a whole is you know we take that for granted right
1: and and i would agree with you and i got quiet for a second because i was sitting here thinking wow you not that i've never not that i've ever doubted this but you really are anointed to be my husband. And I'm just going to take a moment and say thank you. Because I'm actually feeling emotional. That really, that really touched me because I have been through so much. And I couldn't have asked for a better person to support me, to pray for me. To undergird me. As much as I might complain or fuss, you know, about stuff, and that's another thing. Not everybody can <laughs> can handle my personality. Trust me, that's y'all.
0: So I'm saying you gotta be anointed. You
1: were anointed to handle my personality. And um and I'm so grateful for that. And and I think you made a good point that you look at someone else's marriage and you say, Oh, I wish that was my husband. You know, single women might think that Or a single man might think Oh, I wish that was my wife But you don't know what that person has to Be anointed to deal Mm -hmm. with Yeah And Yeah, I'm just really (laughs) thinking You are anointed to deal with a lot I'm a handful, dear I really am God bless you Hallelujah Won't he do it? Yes, he will
0: I wouldn't finish praising
1: God and answering, you know, my, you know, call and response. Hallelujah. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Okay.
0: And we were watching, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say who we we were watching a documentary, somewhat a documentary yesterday Mm -hmm. about a very famous person. And you made the observation, you said every time they show this person's wife, she doesn't look happy. Mm -hmm. You know, famous movie star, money, glamour. Fame, mm-hmm. all that that comes with being a movie star. And you was like, she every time they have a picture, she never looks happy.
1: And ironically, that not ironically, coincidentally, that was his first wife in the documentary.
0: Hey, first, second, third. I'm just saying, <laughs> you made the observation <laughs> that she doesn't look happy. So I said that to say, be careful when we look at other marriages, we look at other people and say, I want what they have. And so I challenge you in your prayer time to ask God, God, I'm anointed for my spouse. Help me to be a better spouse. Help me to be, and we, I used to pray this all the time, help me to be the husband that Renee needs for me to be today. Today. Uh, I can't do anything about yesterday. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Let's just deal with today. Whatever challenges come up today, I, I need to be here. I need to be present. I need to be in the moment. I need to be leaned into whatever is going on with Renee today. And I'm going to bring this back to the parable of the gym, to the people who started in January and then stopped. You may be missing out on your blessing or blessings. I ain't going to say you may. You probably are missing out on your blessings because you stopped. Cause you stopped. I know there's a scripture that says who, who hindered you, you were running well, who hindered you or something. I forgot who Paul was writing to and I'll probably find it next week for you. But he was like, you were running well, who, who hindered you, who stopped you? And so for all of you who have your gym buddies and, you know, we go into the gym together, that's fine. But if your, 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 your buddy doesn't go to the gym, that shouldn't stop you. And, uh, and to bring it back to marriage, if, and you talked about this earlier, if you don't get the response from your spouse that you want, you don't stop. You, because being, why are you doing what you're doing? And I, I loved when you brought that up. You was like, why? You know, if you're doing it to get a response or to get a reaction or to get something out of it, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Your whole, uh, your motives are wrong. And so maybe you're not getting the response. Maybe God is not allowing you to get the response or the reaction that you so want because God is teaching you. There are certain things as a husband you're just required to do, period, point blank. There are certain things as a wife you're required to do, period, point blank. Regardless if you get the response you want or the reaction you want, it doesn't matter. You are required to do these things, biblically biblically speaking. And so you have to be mindful of that and careful of that and understand, you know, the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but to the person who endures. I'll find that scripture. I know it's in the Bible somewhere. And so you just have to. Day by day, just make the right decisions, just like chopping wood. I've never chopped wood before, but I I can imagine you don't chop a whole tree down. In one stroke, mm-hmm. in one chop, mm-hmm. is it a stroke or one swing? One swing, what, one yeah. With an axe, you got to keep <laughs> chopping and chopping and chopping. And if you do it long enough, and if you just persistent and consistent, the tree, the tree will fall.
1: Right, right. And one thing I want to mention is um, when you talked about anointing, and I won't belabor this point, but I, I just, I challenge you all just to. Do your own research on anointing. There's a cost for the anointing. When Doug says you are anointed to be somebody's spouse, that means you've had to go through something for God to, again, stretch you to be able to deal with that person, to stretch you to be able to carry men the weight of that wife, to stretch you, wife, to be that helpmate for that husband, to stretch you to be able to support and to love and to honor and to respect and to submit. Anointing is not free. It doesn't come easy. That means you're going to go through
0: some stuff. I thought you was going to say something else. Uh, Me? (laughs) It's a Christian podcast. Uh, Galatians 5 and 7, King James Version. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? That's what Paul wrote to the city at, or the Galatian church. No, the Galatian church. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're a CBI. So anyway, that's all I have, dear. That's all we have for this week. We will see you next
1: week with what no one told me or what wish we wish someone told me. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast.
0: Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us.